the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona, your car insiders. They work for you, not the dealer. Now you have personal friends for the car buying experience. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? On the road again. Here are your hosts, Dana Southern and Gary Green. Good morning and welcome to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. My name is Dana Southern. I'm here with my friend and business partner, Gary Green. And collectively, we are Your Car Insiders. We work for you and only for you, looking out for your best interest and your best interest only in the purchase or lease of a new vehicle, whether you're paying cash, whether you're trading a car, whether you're financing or not financing, we guide every aspect of the transaction through the final completion of the sale. If and only if we help you through all those phases at the end of the transaction, we collect a small flat fee only from our client in the amount of $400. In the event that you're not thrilled or we don't do what we're supposed to do, Gary, please share what we charge. You know, we don't charge anything. And, and, and I want to, it's funny that Dana talked about that. We don't do a scripted radio show. No, we don't. We meet five minutes before the radio show starts. We talk to Jeremy for a few minutes and we come in and we do the radio show. And it's funny that he brought that up because I was talking to somebody this morning that referred somebody to me. And I said to Roberto, Roberto, you have to understand, you've seen what I do. You understand what it is. When, when you explain what I do, the word that comes to the people's mind is broker. Ugh. We're not brokers. We help people buy cars. And if you want to call me up and you want to get a price on a car, you want to do this, do me a favor. Go to True Car and get the price and then try to buy the car for that price. Go to the dealer's website. Think you can buy the car for that. We're not, we're not a shopping service. We're a helping service. And Gary, as you say that, I, I don't know how many times over the years, because we're, we're in our eighth year of just protecting and guiding people's best interest. And it doesn't, nary a day goes by where a phone call comes, what's the best price you can get me on right. this? And here's the other thing. When we, when we were sales managers, you were general manager of the dealership, we sold cars. And we were very convincing. We were very good negotiators, we were really good closers. And what I look at now is we're not closing the customer that we're helping buy the car. And Dana said exactly what he said. We're helping you, okay? We help you buy the car. At a great deal. Now, and, and we make sure that you don't pay too much for anything ever. And arguably, 
there, there is no service like what Gary I, and I don't know do. anybody else that does it. Now, the funny thing is, when I was a little kid, unfortunately, my dad passed away when I was 15 years old. And when I would ask my mom for something, she would go, she'd reach her right hand like she was grasping in the air. And I knew what it meant. It meant she was going out back to the money tree. Because you must think money grows on trees. Now, I laugh because I think of a few things, and I always used to say when I was little, I would never say these words. I remember when. Boy, do we say some things that we never thought we would say. Because my grandfather used to say, I remember when that was 50 cents, and he was talking about a pair of shoes. Or I remember when, now my grandfather was born in 1901. Now, I remember a couple of things. Now, I will never forget the day that I went into the candy store, like Louis Luncheonette, right out of the Bowery Boys, and I put my hand in the big barrel and I grabbed out 10 pieces of bazooka bubblegum and I put a dime down. And the guy looked at me and said, you can have them for that today, but the price went up there two cents starting tomorrow. And it actually started that day, but he didn't say anything. I remember walking out of the house I'd walk around the back, and my mother would open up the back door of the house, and we had a little stoop, and the, the kitchen was on the second story, and she would yell out the back window, don't forget to bring me back my nickel. It was the change from a dollar. Two slices of pizza, a can of Coke, and I walked next door to the Italian bakery and got an Italian ice. Now, recently, I went back to New York. Now, I remember when I was a little kid, you went in to Carvel ice cream, and you got an ice cream cone, and a large ice cream cone with chocolate sprinkles was 35 cents. A medium cone with chocolate sprinkles is $5.69 now. A car. In 1964, my father bought a brand new Buick Riviera from Arnold Buick in Babylon, Long Island. When my mom moved out of the house, I found the paperwork. The car was 4 thousand dollars for a buick riviere well if you think about how things 72 the car was five thousand dollars now i mentioned this a couple of weeks ago 2013 my mustang was thirty six thousand dollar msrp for 2015 there were a few upgrades they went to a independent rear suspension the new car has navigation and the new car has a Air-conditioned seats, which the 13 didn't have. MSRP's $4,000 more. 2018, the car is now $46,000. I spoke to a gentleman this morning, and the reason I was making the comment about my mother reaching for money. You cannot reach out in the sky or grab a number from the sky out of a hat out of your butt to decide that's what I want to pay for a car. Now, one thing that I did when I was a sales manager, I love to negotiate with people. And I didn't mind making great deals for customers because at the end of the day, my pay plan was based off of everything the whole department did. So if I had to take a stupid deal, I didn't mind if the people were nice. But if the customer drew a line in the sand and said, I'm not paying more than this, I never negotiated with them. Well, and I know why you didn't, the, besides the fact that their offer was based on, as you kind of alluded to, something they just kind of pulled out of the air. When, when people are not educated 
and they think that they're going to go into a dealership and get them to write a big check to meet them, really, it doesn't work. I got to stop him. He said something, and I don't want the listeners to hear it the wrong way. And I know exactly what he meant. The clients that we help are way more educated than we are in what they do and a lot of other aspects. However, when it comes to the car business, just because you have a master's in microbiology or you're a lawyer or you're a doctor doesn't mean you understand how the car business works. Or how to buy a car effectively and protect your money. Now, we would have, I would have a master's, and Dana would probably either have a PhD or be the dean of the students, if car buying, and and, and I think it's terrible that they don't give a college course that kids learn. How about buying a a home? home. There's so many, or or investing, or or saving, or or learning about credit, and I know they do a little bit of it, but for today, let's talk about something that we haven't talked about in a while, but let's go into some different aspects of it, and you know, earlier, right before we started the show, it's a kind of a constant thing, and the topic of what I'd like to talk about is Carfax, and to make it clear, the Carfax guarantees the branded title history. Now, Gary, can you help explain what branded title history means? Because I think that people think that if a car has a clean Carfax, that's supposed to mean it's not been in an accident. Is that true, Gary? Here's what it is. When you watch the TV commercial and the girl says to the guy, show me cars with no accidents reported. Carfax can only report what is reported to them. Now, there's times that I can go to the auction, look at a car that it's not even recognizable. It's currently damaged and it's at the auction for sale in bad condition is what he's telling you. Right. And it says, Carfax, one owner, no accidents reported, no other damage. Now, that no other damage thing is something new. Now, I've had instances in my life where I've dealt with Carfax. My wife bought a used truck. When we traded it in 10 years later, the Carfax still reported one owner. She was the second owner of the car. My daughter was involved in a fender bender. We called the police. She had a four-inch scratch on the car, but I was so pissed that the person left. Well, the four-inch scratch on the car shows the Carfax is bad. Carfax is, in my opinion, what bugs me the most about it is I didn't think about it. But this is what I'll tell you. If you buy a car based solely what the Carfax says, it would be like me asking you to walk 75 feet above the air across a tightrope with no net behind you. Below you. Below you. Now, I look at a Carfax, and I know Dana does all the time. I want to see if there's something out there. Now, a friend of mine calls me and says, he's been having me run Carfaxes for him, and I don't care. But he's sending me Carfaxes on 2001 cars, 2000 cars. When a car's 17 years old, it doesn't matter. But you want to make sure it doesn't say salvage title. 
and or that the accident occurred several years ago. If it's 17 years old and it got smashed three weeks ago, then maybe it matters. But if it was 10 years ago and the car's been driving for all those years, chances are it's not important. But the perception that people have, whether it's the commercials or what they think they hear, is to do with accidents and who reports accidents to Carfax. And I can tell you that the virtually 99.9% of the time, if an accident is reported to Carfax, at least from what I have personally seen, it comes from a police report being generated after a vehicle's been involved in an accident. You do not automatically generate a bad Carfax, nor does anybody like a body shop or your insurance company. My insurance company, and that's how I have other damage reported, but I don't know of a body shop that reports. And and more importantly, the body shop, of course, is looking out for their client's best interests, which is the person that brought them the car. It's not the person that's going to buy the car. What Gary would have finished saying, had I not, perhaps I didn't, well, anyway, what he would have finished saying is these cars that he sees smashed, when the Carfax is clean up front, that is stays the same and they end up fixing the car, and then what happens, Gary? Then they use the Carfax from before the car was announced. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green. I'm here with my friend and business partner, Dana Southern, and collectively, we are Your Car Insiders. And remember, you can always reach me at 602-525-1370. You can reach Dana at 602-679-8324. You can... You can email us, you know, through our website, but folks, the easiest way to get a hold of us is the phone. And I promise you this, if you call us and you don't like what we have to say, it doesn't cost you a dime. If you don't like what you have to say and you hang up the phone, when we're done, we're never going to call you back. We're not the thing. But I want to go back to what Dana was talking about. So we have this computer actually in the radio station. So I looked up Carfax and I just wanted to look for used Ford Mustangs for sale Carfax one owner cars. So it's actually has the picture of the car, mentions the dealership name. Uh, actually, I don't even It says Burge Ford. Okay. No accident damage reported. Carfax one owner. Rental use. Service history, zero records. The next one, same dealership, rental use, service history, zero records. Next one, same dealership, rental use, no service history. Wait, guess what? Four in a row. Here's number five. Number six is the same dealership. It's a 2016 personal use. Here's a rental use again. Here is a Ford certified pre-owned, doesn't mention the dealership's name. It was personal use. Here's another personal use. Here's a personal use. Here's rental use, rental use, pre-owned corporate use. So the question then becomes this. Is a one-owner rental car, in your opinion, Dana, a one-owner car? Absolutely, unequivocally, without question, no. Now, according to the title history and according to the title, it is. True. But 
let's just make this up. I rented a car last week when I was in New York. And when I picked the car up, it had eight miles on it. And I drove it for six days, and when I gave it back, it had 500, almost 500 miles on it, 400 and something miles. Now, most rental cars to this day, they go past 36,000 miles. So if I drove the car 500 miles, and everybody else drives the car 500 miles, on average, that's 20 people. To get to 10,000 miles. To get to 10,000 miles. To get to 30,000 miles, it's 60 people. And... Obviously, a lot of people rent cars for just shorter trips and in town, and so it's probably hundreds of people. Now, I have a 2015 Mustang with 42,000 miles on it, and the only person that's ever driven my car besides me is if I took my car in for service or if I was getting it washed at a car dealership and a lot of tenants took it in the back. That's a one-owner car. That is completely a one-owner car, and, you know, for some people, and again, the, the people that are pitching rental cars, you know, they tell the stories about how well they're serviced and how well they're, you know, taken care of, but I think, I don't know if you noticed, but Gary was rattling off Mustangs. And, that, and, 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 and I just and, adversarily and, picked it. I, but, and he, was, he didn't pick it for a reason, but I'm going to pick that car for a reason. Here, when let's some, do this. When someone rents a sports car that isn't designed with a sports car engine, and there's lots and lots of those different kinds of cars. Some people that rent cars are wonderful, and they treat their cars well, and that's great. But there's lots of people that try to see how great they can perform and I really kind of want to get back on the Carfax side of this by virtue of saying they're one-owner cars. Um, as Gary and I just shared, we completely disagree. They are not one-owner cars. They're rental rockets is what I call them. And the only time someone would potentially take advantage of buying a rental rocket would be if it didn't make any sense to buy something else, and nine out of ten times, it's going to make sense to buy something else. Now, listen to what he just said, and I like that term, and I use it, and rental rockets. They also have what I call rental rash. Good luck buying a used car at the auction that was a rental car, that the front bumper's not rashed, the wheels aren't curb rashed, and the rear bumper's not rashed. Now, I don't know what it is. When people put luggage in the back of a rental car, for some reason, they miss the opening. I've never seen a rental car with the rear bumper not scuffed. Always gouged up. Now, the other thing you want to think about is, now, I did. we picked a car, so I just picked a 2015 Toyota Camry. Now, that's not likely to be a rental car, typically. Not not now, but it could have been initially. Well, no, they're, they're huge rental cars. Well, well no, yeah. but a 15, yeah. it could have been a rental when it was first sold. Correct. But now it could be a second owner car, which really isn't a second owner car, any more than a rental car is a one owner car. So when I'm looking through these, it takes a while to get down. But here's a 2017 Toyota Camry with 25,000 miles on it rental use. Here's a 2018 Toyota Camry, corporate use. Okay, corporate use is probably rental car. It could be. It could be a lease car. And it could be someone from the manufacturer, an actual corporate vehicle, but 
It could be also what Gary just said. But this is what it is. We understand that. <laughs> yeah. Carfax is a great tool if you know how to use it. Now, what makes me crazy is right along the lines of a Carfax is when you read something and it says, you go on to Craigslist and you look at a car and it's a 2017 car and it says, restored salvage title due to minor fender bender. Vehicle passed, Arizona Department of Transportation, MVD, level three inspection. Now, the people that don't understand how this works need to understand this. A level three inspection is not inspecting the damage to the car. Level three inspection is inspecting to make sure the VIN numbers are still on the car. I would tell everybody this. Do not accept the Carfax from the dealership. If you have any kind of a issue where you think there could be a problem. Because in Phoenix, there are guys that go to the auction, they buy cars, they print the Carfax before the car runs through the sale, so it doesn't show sold at auction, doesn't show any damage, and then they fix the car and they use the Carfax that they printed before they bought the car. Very critical that, that you hear that because when buying a used vehicle, first off, you cannot rely solely on Carfax. If you do, it, it would be crazy. But I'm going to read before all the different rules that would apply if they were actually going to buy back anybody's car. I'm going to tell you what it says first. Carfax consumer buyback guarantee terms and condition. Carfax buyback back guarantee claims each claim may be submitted per and are subject to the following terms and conditions carfax agrees to pay the holder of a carfax vehicle history report you have to have it in your possession the report making a claim the claimant the claimant's full purchase price of the vehicle to which the reports related the vehicle if and there's so many ifs Remember, you can reach me at 602-525-1370. You can reach Dana at 602-679-8324. Very special thanks to Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen, located at 8801 West Bell Road. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders. I'm going right back to Gary. You know, I'm looking at on the website for Carfax and the Carfax buyback guarantee terms and conditions for consumers effective December 14th, 2015 is what I'm reading. Now, the following terms and conditions apply to the buyback guarantee. You ready? How many are there? 18. Only 18? Okay, so here's the first one. This is a critical one because most people have no clue that they have to do this. Please say what it says. So here's the first thing. The claimant must complete and submit the Carfax and ed- to Carfax and execute a notarized affidavit claim form and provide a complete copy of the report. The report must have been run prior to the date the vehicle was purchased by the claimant, which means if you take the Carfax that the dealership gave you, if they gave it to you, if they gave it to you, you didn't purchase it. You're not the claimant. Okay. But no more than 30 days prior to the purchase. So if you, 
if you heard what he just said, re- just say it one more time, please, if you don't mind. The claimant must complete and report to Carfax an executed and notarized affidavit claim form and provide a cl- complete copy of the report. Okay, can you stop right there? Think about what you just read. A person that has run their Carfax, has registered it with Carfax, has to send notarized copies of what and do what just to start? Yeah. Then, and here's the thing, before we go any further, if, not a lemon law, but if you ever had a car bought back through a Carfax guarantee. Never. Please. Please call one of us and tell us your story. Oh, oh yes. If, I if, would love to. And I will never mention your name. I, won't, I just want to I know. have the same thought. If anybody is listening on the radio that knows anyone that has ever had Carfax buy back their vehicle, please call Gary at 602-525-1370 or please call me, Dana, at 602-679-8324. The way I see it, it would be almost impossible. Now, here's the other one. This one's great. And I've never seen this one before. Number six. I feel like I'm David well, Letterman. Well, go, to, go to two first. Well, that's what we just did. Two was the one we just did. I'm jumping to six. All right, jump to six. The branded title must have been issued by a motor vehicle agency. That which, reports to them. Correct. So if it's an agency that doesn't report to them, they're not going to hold themselves responsible. If you want to talk about jumping through hoops. Keep reading about what else you got to do. Carfax will only accept one claim per vehicle under the Carfax buyback guarantee or any other Carfax certification or guarantee program. Will you talk about the registration process where they have to send it in? And, and, and each, each household may submit one claim per year. The Carfax guarantee will apply only if the vehicle is an automobile or light truck and was manufactured in a model year 1981 or later. The Carfax guarantee is valid for one year following the date of the reporting which the claimant is making a claim. Now, 13 and 14... Can I ask a quick question? On that same subject where we asked, has anybody ever heard of or know for a fact someone that's had a vehicle purchased back by them? The, The other question was with what you just said. What did you just say? I did an ADD, Dana. Following the data report regarding which the claimant is making a claim. It's valid for one year. Well, and so you have to register it within 90 days. It's good for one year from the date of purchase. But here's the key. Even if you found something and it worked, it has nothing to do with accidents. It has only to do with with branding of the title. And can you tell them what branding of a title is, Gary? It could be salvage. It could be lemon law. Uh, But here's the funny thing. When you get to number 13 and number 14, either whoever printed it made it a mistake or it's something that's really important because it's all in bold print. Probably important. Except as expressly provided for herein, Carfax reports are provided on an as-is basis without warranties of any kind other expressed either express or implied, including but not limited to warranties of title or implied warranties or merchantability or fitness for a particular purchase. purpose. 14. In no event will Carfax or any person or identity involved in creating, producing, or distributing the Carfax report be liable in contract, in 
tort, including for its own negligence or under any other legal theory, including strict liability for any damages, including without limitation, direct, indirect, indecidental, special, punitive, consequential, similar damages, including without limitation, lost profits or revenue, loss of use or similar economic loss arising out of the use of Carfax reports, except as expressly set forth herein. By the In way, no the, event great. shall Carfax total liability to you for all damages, losses, and causes of action, whether in contract tort, including its own negligence or any other legal theory, including strict liability, exceed the amount paid by you. The Carfax buyback guarantee is the sole and exclusive remedy with respect to any branded titles. Welcome back to your car insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green. I'm here with my friend and business partner, Dana Southern. We are your car insiders. Very special thanks to the Earnhardt family of dealerships. They, they understand what it is we do. And the most important thing, folks, is understand this. We don't go to specific dealerships for our benefit. We go to specific dealerships for your benefit. Okay, it benefits you to be able to deal with people that Dana and I know. Now, will we go someplace where we don't know anybody? Absolutely. But it's not fun. It's it's different. Because I don't need the practice. I don't want to sit with a finance guy that doesn't know what I know, and he starts telling me $4,900 for a warranty. Now, when he starts at $4,900 and sells the warranty for $2,400, where's his credibility go? Right out the window. But, but the problem is when you're in that room, those people are using payments and not truth. But back to you know, where we were. But, you know, Carfax guarantee. Any claim or disputing relating in any way to the Carfax buyback guarantee shall be governed by and construed in accordance with the laws of the Commonwealth of Virginia without regard to its conflict of law principles. Claimant consents to an exclusive jurisdiction of the Virginia State Courts in Fairfax County, Virginia, and the U.S. District Court for the Eastern District of Virginia, Alexandria Division. Folks, understand one thing. This was written by a lawyer, not by a car guy. Now, I remember when I was a finance manager and I sat down with an attorney in the finance office and he was leasing a car. And back in those days, it was multiple banks that leased cars. Most of them kind of got out of that and now it's primarily the manufacturer's arms. So... We sit down, and it was the last deal of the night, and I had my shirt unbuttoned and my sleeves rolled up a little bit, and he had his shirt unbuttoned and his tie loose and his sleeves rolled up a little bit, and we sat down, we chatted, super nice guy. I go through all the paperwork, print the contract, he gets his pen out and starts changing the contract. And I told him, listen, you can't do that. I'm an agent for the dealership. I don't work for the lender. If, it's a bank contract. It's a bank contract. You have to sign it with no marks on it. If you change anything, they will not fund us on the car deal based on the contract having changes. And I ripped up the contract. And this was before we had shred piles. And I threw it in the trash. I printed another contract. He proceeded to do the same thing. And now I kind of got funny with him. I said, listen, you're a pretty bright guy. You're a lawyer. I'm speaking English. You understand English. If you 
right on the contract, you cannot buy the car. I cannot let you take the car. So I'm going to make this really simple. If you look in this drawer down here where it says Bank of America, it's the last contract I have. If you put anything on the contract other than where I'm telling you to initial or sign, you're not buying a car tonight. Now, if you want to come back tomorrow and you want to go down to Bank of America tomorrow with the contract and have them sign off on the changes that you want to make, be happy to do that. Bank of America had an office building down on Central. So the loopholes, if you, I would, I can almost bet my life no one's going to call me and say they got a car bought back by Carfax. Well, and and the other thing I was going to say is I doubt that there are very many people that even realize that they have to register the Carfax that they have in their possession with Carfax and the terminology used to be within 90 days, and when Gary was reviewing, he didn't seem to see that. But most importantly, I, I don't think most people have a clue that in order to have the eligibility for the buyback, you must first register for the eligibility that could be up to a year. So segueing away from that, they also, for some reason, think that they should price cars. And that's a part where it makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. And I can give an example from just yesterday. And this is a very unusual vehicle. Well, not the vehicle itself, but it was a 13 car with 50,000 miles that somehow in one week had a major drop in the blue book in value, which really didn't make any sense, but it still happened. And it brought the value down to a number where Kelly Blue Book thought it should be somewhere around 14.1 in excellent private party condition, kind of splitting the middle. And without boring you, the Carfax said that you should pay $17,800 for that car based on its history. Carfax has no business whatsoever pricing cars. It is a tool for the dealer and it's a tool that they use to help fluff their price. You know, Dana and I do some work with an outside subscription, and we give them advice. And this is the advice I'm going to give you as a consumer. You do all the research that you want. You get, you gather whatever it is you want. And I promise you this. If you walk into the car dealership, and sit down with a sales manager that understands how the car business works. He can turn anything that you read around to his benefit. Now, I did or it hers. for 15 years working in dealerships. I did it for far more, yeah. but not not just to trick them. That, that wasn't my purpose anyway. Um, just because someone looks at a blue book for value as an example and... If they read the fine print at the beginning, it says wholesale values are based on clean vehicles, fully reconditioned, ready for resale with acceptable mileage, which means this is a car that's going on the front line of the dealership. It's ready to go. Well, as Gary knows and I know, it doesn't matter if it was that clean. They can't just put it on the front line, nor 
does anybody typically ever bring in a car that could be frontline? But let's say it is so nice and well cared for, they still have to put in the shop, they still have to do a safety inspection, they still have to do an emission testing and look for anything else that they might find. Now, we talk about things we read on the Internet. So I'm reading something right now, and this guy's a communications director. I'm looking on a website called Quora, Q-U-O-A-R-A. Now, we just read this. And it just said on the Carfax guarantee has to be purchased. It, it's the person who purchases the car, correct? This guy says Carfax buyback guarantee protects you from unknowingly buying a car, use the car with the DMV reported incident, salvage fire, flood damage or dominant problems or lemon history. The customer, the coverage lasts for one year and it's transferable. Did we say one word about transferable? It is not. Well, I, I'm not aware of any terminology in Carfax's writing that would make it transferable. I, it's crazy. I don't even know where it came from. You know, but like Dana would always say, just because it's on the Internet doesn't mean Dana's a French model. That's correct. I am not. You know, folks, we're here to help you. We're not selling you anything. We're helping you buy a car. And, you know, if if you're going to pick numbers out of the sky because I spoke to a gentleman this week really nice guy on the phone and I finally said to him where are you basing the number well it's what I think I should be able to buy the car for based on what okay don't you can't it's math okay there's a there's a certain amount of understanding now when we look for a car for somebody and I shouldn't say look for a car when we go to the car dealership it takes longer to get out of the car and walk to whoever we need to talk to than it takes for them to give me the price once I figure out which car it is the customer wants to buy. If you can do that by yourself. You know, well, there's lots of people, I think, that, that think they can. Well, nobody, you know, nobody outsmarts the dealer. I, I can assure you that there's a lot of truth to that. Gary and I certainly have a, a very deep knowledge of the auto industry at, at every level, certainly without question. But the nice people that, or sometimes not nice people, depending on where you are, um, that are on the other side of the fence, these people do this for a living. They, they do this, you know, sometimes 50, 60, 70, 80 hours a week, weekend, week out, month in, month out, year in, year out. And they're constantly being taught ways to overcome objections, ways to reduce things to the ridiculous. So it's only 50 cents a day. Well, if it's 50 cents a day over the course of a month, it's, you know, roughly $15 over the course of a year. It's $180 over the course of five years. It's $900. And so that kind of a mistake is more than double our fee. We do not allow our clients to make mistakes. We guide you to get the best rate that you can qualify for and to use the money the wisest when cars have incentives, when they have low rates, when they have rebates, how to properly use those dollars. I recently helped a young lady acquire a new Genesis and it was a wonderful deal for her and she was adamant about buying the car. And ultimately, she was there with her nice father and her mother. And on that Genesis, 
she was able to lease it for three thousand out of pocket and a six hundred and like eighty dollar payment. That's that's a lot of money per month, by the way. But that same vehicle on a seventy two month term was eight hundred and nine dollars a month at a really low interest rate. Wait, are you telling me that all lease programs aren't exactly the same? <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> but in the, in the case of this young lady and her parents, and she was a nurse, not you know very educated and very wise people. It, it took about 45 minutes to explain to them that I didn't care whether they purchased the car or leased the car. I cared about their money. And 36 months into that lease, they would have spent a little over 6000 less and be guaranteed to be able to walk away from it versus having a residual of almost 30000 and I've never helped anybody lease a Genesis where when the lease was over, the car was worth the residual. I've never seen it either. So, so it's essentially like saving 6000 up front on top of getting a great deal. But every aspect of the transaction, whether it's an extended service contract or warranty, we don't sell them. With all the technology that's out there today, they're, they're, we see value in them depending on you know the circumstance, and in some cases, a lot of value in it because we're helping people get the very best product for at their the very need. best price. And and under that premise, if you choose to get it, great. If you choose not to get it, great. Yep. Now, if you heard what he said, when you look at cars, sometimes and you're going to pay cash for the car, you're going to do this, but you find out that the lease has. $6,500 in available leash, lease cash, leash. That's, I guess it's leash, it's lease and cash. The funny thing is you could buy the car after you lease it and take the $6,500 rebate. And all you're paying on top of that is you're going to take the acquisition fee in the shorts. But an acquisition fee is nowhere near 6500 bucks. And you're going to pay sales tax on the residual, which is nowhere near what you would have paid on the purchase. No, I'm talking about if you had leased it and bought it right oh, away, you'd oh, pay I gotcha. the, but, then you would. But it's, it's, you see how we talk? We understand every single aspect. So the gentleman that I spoke to this week, and we're gonna, we po- might possibly go look at an Audi. I explained to him, we'll meet at the dealership. If I can help you buy a car, great. If I can't help you buy a car, great. But at least you'll understand and you'll understand why you do this. Now, if you're going to take a loan against money that you currently have and pay yourself back at 6%, I don't necessarily think that's the best way to purchase your car. Uh, it's just we, we, we look at every single aspect. Once again, remember, you can reach Dana at 602-679-8324. You can reach me, Gary, at 602-525-1370. Remember, we're your car insiders. We appreciate all the sponsors that support our show. Certain, You know, the guys that we deal with, you know, Joey Staples at Earnhardt Honda. You know, Bill Bricks at Riverview Nissan. Adam Breen, Mark Rush for Tony Femiano, Tom Fouché. You know, it's, it's so many it, chats is on. It's just it's just so it, it's such a pleasure when you can walk in, shake the general manager's hand, sit in his office and make a quick car deal. We'll be back next week where your car insiders. We work for you, not the dealer.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.